0: Come on, shake a leg. We're gonna be late. Welcome to Speak English Now podcast with your host, Georgiana. The podcast that will help you to speak English fluently with no grammar and no textbooks. Hi everyone, I'm Georgiana, founder of SpeakEnglishPodcast.com. My mission is to help you to speak English fluently. Speaking English is easier than you think. You just need to use the right methods. Do you remember that some episodes ago I was talking about punctuality? Well, today I'll teach you different ways to say hurry up. And after that, you'll practice speaking with a funny mini-story. Have you ever been in a hurry while you were in a foreign country? It's really frustrating when someone or something is in front of you, slowing you down. So today, I'm gonna teach you different ways to tell people to hurry up. If you want to be polite, you can use one of the following phrases to ask someone to hurry up. Excuse me, but I'm running very late, and I would appreciate it if you could go quicker. Please. If possible, could you move a little faster? If you're at work, your manager could use these expressions. You're behind schedule and need to get moving. Please, can you speed up? You're holding everyone up. We need you to get a move on with the work. Let's see some more ways to tell people to hurry up. There's no time to lose. This way, you tell someone to hurry up, especially if time is running out. Put your skates on. Skating is faster than walking, so when you want someone to move faster or do something quickly, you can use this expression. Snap to it. This is yet another imperative way of telling someone to do something immediately. Example Come on, snap to it! Get that room cleaned up! Chop-chop This means hurry-hurry and suggests that something should be done now. Example Chop-chop, we haven't got all day. Shake a leg This expression has two meanings. It can mean dancing and it's also an informal way to say hurry up. Example Come on, shake a leg. We're gonna be late. Get a move on. This expression is most often given as an order. It's typically used when someone is frustrated. Example Get a move on. You're holding up the whole queue. And the last expression is, What are you waiting for? If you're a bit anxious, you could use this sarcastic way of telling someone to hurry up. For example, What are you waiting for? Get a move on! said the captain roughly. Before we move on to the next section, let's hear once again The different ways of saying hurry up in English. There's no time to lose. Put your skates on. Snap to it. Chop chop. Shake a leg. What are you waiting for? Move along. Get moving. Speed up. Go quicker. Move a little faster. Now you can practice your speaking with a mini-story. A mini-story is very simple. I start giving you some information. Then I ask some questions about that information. After each question, there's a pause. It's your turn to answer, and don't be in a hurry. After each pause, I give a correct answer. That's how I build the story. Listen to the mini story several times until it's easy to answer. Let's start. Steve was a very demanding deputy director who always hurried his workers. Was Steve an undemanding deputy director? No. He was not undemanding. He was very demanding. Did Steve tell his workers that he wasn't in a hurry? No, Steve didn't say, don't hurry up. Steve always told his workers to move along. Who did Steve hurry? His workers. Steve hurried his workers. Was Steve a director or deputy director? A deputy director. Steve was a deputy director. He was very demanding and always hurried his workers. Steve's favorite expression was Put your skates on. Were the workers wearing roller skates? No, no. The workers didn't wear roller skates. They were wearing shoes. What was Steve's favorite expression? Was it shake a leg? No, no. His favorite expression wasn't shake a leg. He would often say, put your skates on. Steve was very demanding because he was in a hurry to become CEO. Did Steve want to be CEO? Yes. Steve wanted to be CEO. That's why he was so demanding. Was Steve in a hurry to be a director or was he in no hurry? He was in a hurry. Steve was in a hurry to become a director. That's why He always told the employees to get moving. Was he in a hurry to be a director? Yes, of course. He was in a hurry to become a director. That's why he was telling everybody to speed up. Why was Steve so demanding with his workers? because he was in a hurry to become CEO. Steve stopped rushing everyone after he finally became CEO. Did Steve rush anyone after he became CEO? No, he didn't rush anyone. After he became CEO, Steve didn't hurry anyone. What did Steve do after he became CEO? Was he still demanding? No, he wasn't demanding anymore. He didn't rush anyone anymore. Why was he less demanding? Was it because he became CEO? Yes, that's right. He no longer rushed anyone because he became CEO. Eventually, The company fired Steve because productivity lowered. Did the company fire all the workers? No, the company only fired Steve. Did the company fire the CEO? Yes. The company fired the CEO. Steve was the CEO. Why did the company fire Steve? Because of the high productivity? No, not because of the high productivity, but because of the low productivity. The company fired him because the productivity was too low. He was no longer hurrying anyone, so the workers were much slower. Steve found another job as a deputy director in another company and started hurrying his workers again. Did Steve find a job? Yes, Steve found a job at another company. Did he find a job as a general manager? No, he didn't find a job as a general manager, but as a deputy manager. Did he hurry his workers again? Yes, he hurried his workers again. Why do you think he hurried his workers again? Because once again he wanted to be CEO. Well, that's a guess. But it seems Steve was only motivated when he had a goal, and his goal was to become CEO. Fantastic! This is the end of this short story. I recommend that you listen to it many times to automate your speech. In fact, this is a method that I use in my complete courses. Unfortunately, because of time limitations, I don't develop this story even further, but you can see how effective it is. I use this technique in my courses. Here you have only listened a few minutes, but in my programs, you can listen to stories that last for hours. One of the most popular courses is the fluency course, which you can find at fluency.speakenglishpodcast.com. All right. This episode ends right here. Remember to share this podcast with your friends and to leave a comment. See you soon. Did you enjoy today's episode? Get the transcript now at speakenglishpodcast.com. Speakenglishpodcast.com.